bring it. Welcome to episode two of the My Juan Lo Show. I am Lopez and I'm Juan Song. And yeah, so we are gonna talk about the second episode this <laughs> week. <laughs> so Song, what's happening, man? What's going on? Well, a lot of things are going on, man. But World Cup fever. Are you watching World Cup recently? Of course. I actually caught the World Cup fever literally. <laughs> I, I mean, you, when you asked me to do the to do this week's podcast, uh, I couldn't, man. I, I'm still nursing the sore throat a little bit. Man, I literally caught the workout fever, man. Oh, yeah, you actually lost your voice, right? Literally. Like, 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 like gone. Yeah, I didn't expect the workout fever to be a fucking fact, you know. Sorry, I only caught, for workout, I only watched some snippets of uh, Portugal and Spain. So that free kick was, was really Unbelievable, awesome. isn't it? Unbelievable. Awesome. All three goals by Ronaldo. <sighs> That's another story for another time. <laughs> wow, but uh... So, other than World Cup, of course, last week was notorious globally Singapore for the Trump-Kim Summit. Oh yeah, that's true. You know, it's a, it's a historical thing, man, for a small country like us to host such a... such a, um event that would change the world history... Potentially, potentially, yeah, potentially. Yeah, potentially. Where were you at the summit then? Unfortunately, I was just minding my own business. Really? <laughs> yeah. I okay. Okay. I I I did follow when uh Trump and Kim arrived. I think my parents were more excited than me. So I think my mom called me when news arrived that um Kim landed. I think something like three p.m. on is it Saturday or Sunday? So your mom was talking Kim. Yeah, my mom was talking Kim. And she called me and I was like, oh, what are you doing stalking Kim, right? Like, I don't even know she knows who Kim is. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, Kim who? Kim Chi? Yeah, yeah. At, at first, so she called me and she's like, uh, hey, Kim, Kim Tao Liao, Kim Tao Liao, Kim has arrived. I'm like, who, who is this Kim? Oh. Oh, right. The supreme leader, huh? Yeah, it's me. So, well, enough about me. Where were you during the Kim, Trump Kim summit? Uh, actually... I mean, I'm still serving national service. Uh, to be honest, man, I wasn't doing much, man. I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> I'm from the air force, but <clears throat> I'm just wearing <clears throat> I'm just wearing uniform and eating the food, uh. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, so uh, about the Trump Kim summit, man. It's so weird, right? Did you? What? What? Were you involved? In well, in, uh, luckily I wasn't directly involved, uh, but my base had to do some operations to ensure the smooth conduct of this summit, you know. Especially from the Air Force, they're always involved. Uh, Trump landed in um, Palebay. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. He actually landed in Palebay base. And I'm sure many, many ministry personnel are involved in that. Uh, interesting fact, did you know that there, it's not just one Air Force one? Did you know the Air Force one? <coughs> Yeah, the I, one which I watched the movie like get off my plane. Ah, right. It's basically for, for for you for you guys who for you that for you listeners who don't know what Air Force One is, it's basically the aircraft that is modified for the president of the United States. And it's this iconic big ass aircraft that has all kinds of cool things inside, which I don't really know much. 
but uh, there's definitely a lot of articles that you can find more information on. It's it's a it's larger than the average plane, right? Yes, it is okay. actually larger than average average plane. But what what the point I'm trying to go drive across is did you know that there's actually a duplicate Air Force One that flew into Bali Base? No way, I didn't know. I didn't know about this. Yeah. So because so, we were only shown the picture of one plane, right? Right, right, on, right. So right. I didn't, yeah. So I'm what telling that? you classified information, oh, not that anyone. Shit. I can tell you but I will kill you. <laughs> but uh yeah, so the reason as we all can guess is that I mean you're afraid of assassination or anything like that. Right? I mean I mean I heard that there were Security was off the charts, like, right? There were snipers all over the roof. For sure, for sure. Even for like sure. at some hawker center, there were snipers on top of the roof. So that's one fun fact, man, about the, the summit. Did you did you know about anything interesting about the summit as well? Well, I think uh, something interesting was that um, <laughs> I don't I don't even know how to start saying this right, but um, okay, Kim actually brought his own toilet. What? <laughs> okay. He brought his own toilet from where? North Korea. I think so. I mean, they can't be from the South, right? Man, <laughs> why would he do that, man? So, the practice allegedly uh, comes from Kim's fear that foreign agents will look at his stool or pangsai, as you would call it. His shit, okay. <laughs> To gain an insight into his secretive life. <laughs> okay, that's really a shitty, shitty life, man. Yeah, shitty, shitty job, job, man. You know, I thought maybe if he wanted, you know, <laughs> the Japanese toilet, you know, the one that can automatically wash your hands. Yeah, I thought maybe it was. But if you think about it, that's crazy, right? I mean, the supreme leader. He can't even shit in peace, like, basically. You, I wouldn't want to be a supreme leader. It's it's such a shitty life. You can't even pangsai. Let alone anything else, right? Oh man, sucks, man. Why to live a life like that, like that? Well, uh, anyway, those those are some of the interesting facts, huh? It's uh, I'm just I'm just glad it went well. No funny things like people bombing or a deer sabotaging traffic in the middle of the night and stuff like that. Or the the sambal deer thing. Yeah. But there were people that were apprehended at airports. Yeah, I mean, I, oh, really? I read news, like, I read news, I, I wasn't there, yeah, yeah, oh. so I think maybe some, I'm not sure whether it's Indonesians, uh, you know, they look dodgy or they don't, didn't have clearance. Oh, they'll, oh yeah, they'll turn away, right, I yeah, think. they'll turn away. I think. So, I guess, people can't even step foot in Singapore, I guess, it's pretty it's crazy, safe, yeah, yeah. you can only get sabotage from someone internally, like, in Singapore. Which is very unlikely, anyway. Yeah. So, anyway, hey, Song, anything interesting for you this week at work or anything else other than... The Trump submit. Well, your mom's talking Kim, which is weird, <laughs> by the way. Uh. Okay, something interesting this week was, I got started uh, on my public speaking interest. Uh. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, um, I never actually thought I would go into it, but I actually gave a career-related talk at uh, NTUC. Not, wow. not the NTUC, NTUC should... downstairs at your house. Uh. <laughs> Were you selling Milo or promoting the... Yeah, I was selling coupons. Is it the fish ball? My Okay, so uh, what's up with this career talk, man? Who, who, are, the, who are the audience that went to uh, listen to you? So basically, there are people that... Uh, mainly fresh grads or polytechnic students that wanted to get some head start or some advice 
as they move into the career world. Right. So for my talk, the audiences were mixed. So mix of polytechnic grads, fresh grads, mm-hmm. as well as so okay, uh, the first part is a like a talk from some people like me, and then the second part is where mm-hmm. they are matched to a mentor. So for my session this week, the mentors join in as well. So the mentors are actually um, industry experts. So people who've been in the oil and gas, airline, right, right. finance sector for like 10-15 years. People who have been around the block. Yeah, so people that know their stuff, right? So right. yeah, pretty interesting. I was a bit, I didn't expect so many uh, experienced uh, professionals there. But, so I was a bit daunted, but I was like, you know, I, nobody can be better than, than my topic. Than me, right? You know, making friends, networking, you know. That's my go-to thing to do. <laughs> Things that you're passionate, I guess. But I'm not sure whether how good you were lah. I wasn't there, but hearsay, hearsay, how bad lah. <laughs> but uh, but what's uh, what's so important about this career talk and I mean, what, 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 why why the sudden focus and all this, uh, especially in the current state of economy and uh, job seekers, what are some of the things that they were concerned about, man? Well, I think that's a good question. So I did a poll uh, mm-hmm. during, the, during the talk, actually at the beginning. So most of them were looking for tactics to network, to actually uh, get a foot into knowing important people in organizations. So like tactics, like what to say, what to do. Mm-hmm. And then of course, it's, it, it reminds me of me a couple of years ago, but uh, well, almost all of them were really very anxious. Uh, they shared their frustrations as well. And generally, they are quite uh, lost. Uh, although I have no doubt that uh, they will find their way. I think maybe it's a bit of a rite of passage for a lot of people. But still, uh, a lot of them were anxious, frustrated and lost. So, but this talk is really to uh, show them what I what I went through. Uh, so, a couple of years ago, I was um, in a similar situation as them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I was... Uh, private university student, I didn't get any job offers, so I basically walked through what I did. So, of course, why um, th- why we had a, a topic like this was also because, you know, nowadays, automation, um, the right, right. rise of AI, right. and even cars are having no drivers, right? Right, self-driving cars proposed and even started by Tesla, isn't it? That uh, some states in America have started actually trying out this self-driving cars, yeah. trucks concept from state to various states yeah. about uh, I mean, delivery of goods. Even back home, uh, I think in NUS, your school, they already... Right. My alumni, by the way, hello, I, I'm going to graduate, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are already running... Uh, driverless cars safely in the compounds of NUS. Right, sure experiments. That, yeah. So, and then at the same time, I think they are also experimenting with uh, unmanned drones. So, I think there's this part where there's a Airbus drone. It's, a, it's quite a big drone. Maybe like 2 meter by 2 meter. Mm-hmm. So, they're transporting parcels. They're experimenting, dropping parcels logistically via that way first. So, everything is happening in your school, man. Yeah, so all these things are going to take oh, it's over. It's crazy. I mean, I, I'm an alumni yeah. and I don't even know about that. But you know... Yeah, I'm following for this quite <laughs> Okay. Yeah, can you imagine what's going to happen to Mr. Postman next time? You can say goodbye. <laughs> but what about other jobs, man? Like, if I want to work in a bank or I want to be a lawyer, that wouldn't really threaten, isn't it? Would that really threaten? Okay, I wouldn't say that I'm at the forefront of this, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's a lot of things going on in Silicon Valley, even in China, to automate top jobs. So we're not just looking at 
postman, driver jobs. We're looking okay. at banking, even lawyers, auditing. So all these very um, well-regarded jobs, they are slowly, the companies and startups that work 24 hours a day trying to find ways to chip away know some of the menial more more, auto, more easily automated tasks in these industries yeah so it's quite scary right? i mean it's not just so all these perpetuates or perpetrates fear and anxiety in uh, our generation because we were bred and educated you know okay to, to, to come out and find a, a good job and we were led to believe that that is what is going to set us for life right but then as right, we right. as we near the end of the of the of the marathon, after like fifteen, the red race, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Then then people come and tell us, you know, oh, you need to upgrade yourself. Oh, you may be uh, made irrelevant. And then we see our mentors, who are people in the forties, being laid off and retrenched. What does that? What kind of message does that send to us? Right? I mean, it's not hard to panic and be anxious in this era, man. Right? What 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 do you think? Well, I don't know, man, but I'm just, for myself, I am not in the 40s and 50s yet, but I'm, I'm actually looking for uh, a job as a fresh graduate, and it's tough, you know, before I I graduate, I had the expectation that, you know, it's not going to be that difficult and that scary, but, wow, really, it gets even worse, like, um, when you start to have your friends getting job offers when they sit for final exams, before they even sit for the final exams, and you start to compare, wow, I ever even get any like interview experience but some of those people already have like job offers, even as a fresh graduate. Okay, okay, honest I'm, question I'm, for I'm, you. I'm, yeah. Did you expect this when you first uh, got a place in a prestigious National U- University of Singapore? Okay, so the question was, did I expect this when I'm in NUS lah? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know about prestigious lah. I mean, lah, most but... of us here, you know, I'm, I'm a private university student. Okay, so I... I yeah, we, we think that once no, we go man. NUS, no. everything is set, you know? No, really, we... we, we yeah, we, yeah, I wasn't... I wasn't... No. I was really surprised, like, it's not gonna be that... It's not gonna be that clear-cut, you know? Like, yo, you go to a good school, a good job is gonna await you. There's a lot more to it, I think. I think. It's not as easy as, uh, oh, I just need to study. I think there's a lot more to that, you know. But of course, as you went through your your first year, second year, third year, you know, surely you must have anticipated something like this, right? Or... Hmm. Well, I thought I was gonna... Uh, oh, you did an overseas thing, right? I, mean, I, I did a short overseas very, thing, very and, I, and yeah, th- that's gonna be another episode for another time, I think, for the... <laughs> For the overseas uh, chapter, but I did not expect it to be so difficult uh, currently, or rather in my current situation, that uh, I don't know. It seems like coding, coding, and knowing how to code is the new password, man. And it's all about like upgrading your skill as well. So, uh, and another common situation I think fresh graduates will face, like myself, will be like you want to apply for this job, right? Awesome title, great company. You look at a damn job requirement two to three years of my uh of job experience fresh graduates may apply okay sure apply no news you do that 10 times no news and you start to wonder okay i, I this job requires two to three years right but i'm a fresh graduate how am i even going to get it two to three years yeah they require you to have a few years of experience but in the first place to get the experience you, you need to, to be hired you need to be hired right 
So how? Oh, song? It's like how? a conundrum. How? You tell me. How am I even going to get two to three years? Don't work. Just keep doing this podcast thing with no listeners. With no listeners. <laughs> My mom's going to be like, is this your job? Get a real job, man. <laughs> so, don't worry, don't panic. So, I mean, uh, even the government sees this, right? Uh, the launch of SkillsFuture. Do you right? Do you know about SkillsFuture? Yeah, I heard about it, man. Um, so, as you know, I'm currently serving my liability of national service, right? I'm left with like a couple of months, so I'm going to OR this soon. And they all actually sent us to this career talk at the Institute of uh, Employability. Basically, right, right, right. Basically, the I call it the skills future building. I mean. <laughs> and uh, there, they emphasize the importance of upgrading yourself. Having this credit that is allocated to each Singaporean citizen, I think Singapore PR as well, mm. to be able to upgrade your the skills and the areas that you're passionate or you have interest in, right? And uh, I find that quite alarming because I think it's quite a new initiative. Uh, it's that it's twenty fifteen or yeah. Right, right. It's and most of the personnel are. Uh, regardless of whatever education background you have as a full time NS serviceman, you go there and there are even job fairs, some career adv- uh, advisors. Yeah, yeah, when the I, whole deal. When I ordered it, I think everyone was just, you know, give me my pink IC, let's get, and a, just, let's and, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so never, now you have to go for a mandatory skills future sort of yep, program. Yep. Was it a fair or is it an expo? Or? It, was a, it was an event. There was a short fair at certain locations. But you know, most people, man, NS, they just go there and clock their attendance, <laughs> buy McDonald's, literally, and just GTFO, you know. So, uh, yeah. But was that, uh, how was that has to do with um, your career talk? Oh, of course, this- I think um, my audience range from fresh grads to... People who are uh, in their maybe middle or late stage of your career. La. So for for them, I think it's quite common nowadays for the people who are later in their career to be a bit more anxious because a lot of PMETs are getting retrenched, right? Mm. I think that's one of the reasons why the government was pushing for skills future. Okay. Uh, I mean it's it's quite a it's a Reality, so uh, la. yeah. You so work la, all your life for a job just to get retrenched, ah. Yeah, at the top of the game. <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of them, uh, found. I mean, just think about it. Let's say if it was you and me, right? Right. At the top of our games, then we are. We have a lot of. We, we command a lot of respect. We co- command a lot of um, uh, responsibilities and things like that. And then suddenly you are made to let go. I think if it was me, how how am I gonna adapt? Right. It's not just skills, you know, it's mentality, it's attitude, it's experience. Right. I think I will need a few years to rebound. So I think this initiative was for them. Uh. Yeah. Right. So any any real practical tips to maybe, I would say, prevent such a thing personally that is going to happen in your professional life? Any any advice not? Hmm? I mean, I won't profess to be... The guru. Uh. The guru because but I'm you just guru. said that you, you, know, you have no one is... Better than than uh, than than you at making friends uh. So that was that's my point too. Not the career topics uh. Not the career topics. Okay la, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the first point, I think it's mm-hmm. important for us to know that I think in this economy, one of the blessings is a lot of our interests can be taken seriously. 
Now you look at the gaming industry. Esports. Yeah, esports. Playing Dota. Counter Strike. I think it was probably you, yours and my dream to be a professional gamer, right? Right. I mean, yeah, I, I there's, the there's, there's no not even such a fucking term as esports, man. <laughs> but you know what? Sports, it's gonna be your fingers. It's eventually it's gonna be an Olympic sports. Can you imagine that? Yeah, I think it's a billion dollar industry, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's growing. So of course, uh, Razer got listed, uh, right. on the backbone of the growth of esports, right? You have Twitch coming yeah. up as a streaming service. Yeah, though. and then you have Singaporean gamers mm. winning six figure competition amounts. Right. Yeah, right. and even. I think recently there was one prominent yep. gamer that turned pro professional time. Right. So even mobile games, man. Oh, that one is you can even turn pro, man. Yeah. So that's a blessing. So for me, I never knew that uh, I could potentially explore public speaking as a career. But um, I always kept it close to my heart. I never really pursued it. But uh, when SkillsFuture came out, I thought uh, let's make use of it since we have like. $800 credit or something like that. Huh? $800 ah? Uh? I think $800 or, or more, depending on certain criteria. Wow, so that's quite a bit. Pardon me for my ignorance. Uh, but yeah, but I will... I thought... Oh, okay. Yeah, I got my training and uh, public speaking certification via SkillsFuture. Huh? Yeah, wow. so the option is there. Uh, keep the dream alive. Uh, so know that your interests uh, can always be turned into something that can be practical. Uh. Hey, like can I use now. the $500 to learn to Photoshop and become a top photographer or not? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> can, uh. Um, What's his name? Can we say his name? I think can, uh. I think we can. Correct, right? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Use, use, uh, maybe he used maybe skills he feature. Maybe he used for his Photoshop. That's why so <laughs> hell, you know. Right, right. So, so of course, the, the second point is um, rather than staying at home, and uh, looking looking at whether or not the employers are responding to your emails and after a few weeks you, know, you mean as an eager job seeker like myself right yeah okay. and then you, you know how it's like I, I've been through it before as well you get anxious you start to form certain impressions of yourself that may not even be true like oh maybe I'm not good enough maybe I'm too young maybe I have no experience maybe this maybe that yeah. you know instead of having this anxiety that build up and make you even more nervous for your upcoming interviews Self-doubt, like man. Self-doubt. Go out there and meet the people that are already in the industry. So that was one of my points when I was talking about networking. Going to uh, trade events, going to uh, charter bodies who have uh, networking events, going to your university alumni networks, things like that. Go go out there, talk to the people, interact. You've, you will feel a lot better because you actually, you feel like you're getting stuff done rather than at home waiting for something to happen. Yeah, and your morale goes up you, you just never know, you might meet the right person and your career would start off on the right note. Or maybe you meet the right girl. Okay, what? That one is a topic for another time as well. Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> we're talking about career. Oh, okay, jobs finding. Okay, right, right, right. Making, okay, so to, uh, to summarize what we talk about, so some of the things that to prevent such a midlife crisis from happening, for example, for career... Um, Midlife career to prevent that, we will talk about upgrading our skill, discovering our passion for what we bought, and believing that we have the tools and the resources available to exploit that, yeah. or maybe potentially upgrading that. Right, that area of skill, for example, it could be in gaming, coding, web development, public speaking, like yourself, even yeah, or even photoshopping lah. <laughs> right, if you're interested lah, right? Okay, we, that we talk about, and then the next thing we we actually mention is. You know, when you are when things are not going well in the job market, it, um, instead of just sitting around and and 
engaging in self pity. That's a good one. Yeah, Go out there, pity. put yourself out there, making new connections, making friends, attending, uh, tapping on your alumni school network or professional events that you can easily find with a click of a button on Google, right? Yes. And put yourself out there, and even if you can't find someone that is going to give you a job, find get. You may be able to find a potential girl, right? Oh, no, no, sorry, sorry. That, that's another topic. Yeah, sorry. I, I keep, I keep <laughs> like I said. But yes, so that's what we... Uh, was that what you shared with the audience? In, yeah, I mean, in your um, one last point. Of course, when you when we talk about job search, eventually when you go for interviews, right? they will ask you what have you been doing the last few months. And when you've done so much, like going I've been doing a work. podcast with no listeners. Um, Cannot. I think that's admirable as well. <laughs> you may just get a job from this uh, from this podcast as well. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah so there's a there's a lot more story to tell rather than I applied for some jobs at home and waited for something right. to happen. That's true. Rather yeah. than uh, uh I'm just I'm just looking for a job law. Then I can do digital marketing and Photoshop. Something interesting about yourself really goes a long way, right? Especially what employers are looking for. Um, the X factor, so to speak, right? Instead yeah, of, of just just blending in with the rest of the job applicants, yeah, you will stick out if you have something special about yourself. And you can only get something special and unique and the X factor in you if you put yourself out there. If you, and you constantly take initi- initiative, act, yes, isn't you it? Act more than you think. Yeah. Act more than I think. And plan. Can I edit more than I should? Can uh, because apparently you can be a very very uh, renowned uh, photographer for influencers in Singapore. <laughs> we we definitely look into that man and not do this podcasting. <laughs> so anyway, just a full disclaimer: we do not have any sponsors, and we are not sponsored by Skills Future <laughs> to do this in any way. This is purely our own personal experience. Yeah, um, and uh our own opinions and our right. own uh, right. everything is our own la, so <laughs> we're not sponsored man we we're didn't take a single man. cent yeah. from anyone yeah. to do this yeah but but just in case if you're listening and if you find that we're really interesting if you find that there is a certain nerve in you that we <laughs> hit if you find that we are you know we're really honest people with a uh, very funny accent and funny jokes you know feel free to contact us at Show at gmail.com Once again, Once again. That is H-U-A-N-L-O-S-H-O-W at gmail.com Share with us your comments, your thoughts, even your stories of how you uh, use the various method, right, to get hired. Now, I'm not talking about underhand methods, huh? but I mean, if you want to share, then uh, we can talk about it. Man. Yeah, man. in the next episode. So, uh, thank you all for listening. And once again, remember... Okay, so what, what, what we wanted to remember again? <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> la, you know lah. You know. Okay. <laughs> Alright, see you guys next week. Alright, see you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.